He's the most connected man in Washington. WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Cain. 1106 AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 955 and AM 750. WSB. We are America. Oh, shucky ducky is the man for me. Shucky Ducky was a way for me to say, I am thrilled to be here. Why not just say that? Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us because you know we're going to tell you the truth, give you the facts, because we want you to be better informed and inspired to help make this a better. United States of America. Breaking news. Breaking news every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Herman. How you doing, buddy? I'm great. Now, I know you didn't stay up for Hawaii. I did not. I actually went to bed before Hawaii. <laughs> Good yes. for you. What's um, your reaction to the results from yesterday? Well, I think that, obviously, uh, this was exactly the night that Donald Trump wanted and needed. I mean, he, he gave a little opening to people on Saturday who wanted to stop him from getting the Republican nomination. He looked a little iffy there in those five different contests on the weekend. But he not only rolled up the three victories, but it, he got the narrative. I mean, because in the morning paper, Idaho was too late and Hawaii was too late. So it was Trump wins Mississippi and, and, and Michigan. I mean, look, those were big wins. And then he added Hawaii. Cruz did win in Idaho. You know, other than Trump, only Ted Cruz can really crow about his results across the board right now. Cruz was second in Michigan, Mississippi, and Hawaii. He won going away in Idaho. You know, Trump's Trump's margin in delegates wasn't the biggest. Uh, I think it was a plus 14 overall. Uh, that uh, That is not as much, uh, that doesn't erase what happened last weekend, which was 16 uh, plus for, for Cruz. But still, you just get the feeling today that it's much more on his turf and much more that we're looking at the possibility of him really grabbing this race by the neck next Tuesday and sort of everybody's starting to look at him as the presumptive nominee. Now, that being said, there's still an awful lot of states to vote. Yeah. And, you know, I think Ted Cruz, with the wins that he's chalked up, can certainly make the argument that he's the only Republican who can consistently run well and win against Trump, uh, that he's, you know, the, the, the others should get out. I, I do think there'll be more heat on Rubio to get out. I'm not sure that that's going to happen. I do think there'll be more heat, obviously, on Kasich to get out, but I don't think that's going to happen before next Tuesday. Uh, and, and so, you know, look, period, end of sentence. Trump is stronger today than he was yesterday at this time. There's no way to argue against that, and I think it's going to still be very, very difficult to stop him, but I would expect Cruz will certainly try. I think uh, your assessment is right on the... The big question is going to be whether or not Rubio can pull out a victory in Florida, and that's not certain based upon poll results. I know I've seen headlines that say that the margin of difference has gotten smaller, and I think they're trying to just call some people to try to make it happen. Well, but, uh, I would say this, that uh, that momentum in this race is so important, and that means momentum going up and momentum coming down. And Rubio, it's only been eight days since Super Tuesday. It was a week ago today that we were talking about what happened on Super Tuesday. And Rubio came close in a couple states that he could have won, like uh, uh, like Virginia and some others that he was close in, and where he missed some thresholds and stuff like that, where he could have had a much better day overall, and he didn't. And you notice how quickly he has gone south right now. Yeah. You know, I, I enjoy all the people saying, well, if Rubio had gotten out before Super Tuesday, you know what? That was never going to happen. No. I mean, just like Ted Cruz, he was going to 
have his shot at things. And and I think it's hard for people to understand just how difficult it is at this point in time when you've invested so much time and effort just getting out of there. That sounds so easy to do. Oh, you ought to get out of the race. Okay, I'll get out of the race. It, it doesn't work that way. So Rubio, I think the voters, you know, we, we tend to underestimate the voters and how much they're paying attention. They they totally realize when there is momentum, good momentum for a candidate and bad momentum. And I think part of what hurt Rubio was obviously people voting strategically, of voting for Kasich in Michigan, voting for Cruz in Mississippi. And so he had a terrible day Rubio did yesterday. But I fully expected that. I think I might have said to you yesterday, I really didn't expect him to get much. Right. He's put it all in in Florida. The problem is, is that people in Florida look at that and say, oh, geez, that, that guy's not going anywhere. You know, even if he wins, he's not going to do it. What do I do now? And so uh, th- that, I think, will hurt him a little as as we move into next week. But you never know. With all the ads on the air and everything, I, as of right now, I would expect Rubio to stay in. But I don't rule out anything in the next few days. I agree. I think Rubio is going to stay in. I don't think uh, I don't think he's going to drop out because, like you said, it's just a few days away. What is your reaction to the Hawaii letter from a Cruz supporter similar to the one that went out in Iowa. Uh, do you think that his main staff really didn't know about that? Uh, my thought is is that Ted Cruz plays hardball, and there's a lot of people who are acting like weenies out there about this kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, in Iowa, I, I personally think that the, what Cruz and the other people did was smart. I, I mean, Ben Carson had made clear he was going home. And no candidate worth his salt goes, you know, in, who's running for president takes days off. And so uh, in my mind, if there's a news story out there that says that one of your opponents might be dropping out, you make hay with that. You run with it. And that's I, I think Cruz uh, almost took uh, was too apologetic and all that in the aftermath of Iowa. And he should just seized on it and said, you know what, uh, the, the, the Carson people told CNN that he was going home. Uh, that that's not the message. You're not going to see Ted Cruz go home or something like that. So yeah. I know there's a lot of people that are just horrified by this stuff. Look, this is not an easy business. And if you think it's all on the up and up, uh, that that's not the way it gets done. Now, a lot of people will say, well, ah, that's politics as usual. I don't want that. So me personally, I, I don't think that's that big of a deal. But obviously, I've seen some people who don't like what the, the Cruz team has done. I think they play hardball really well. I, I believe that they play hardball. And I hadn't thought about it the way you just, just phrased it, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, the other thing is, I don't think that that going out at the last minute changed a lot of people's no. minds. No, listen, I, I think that in Hawaii, more than anything else, it's like any other state. They're watching Rubio sink in recent days. They don't see him as a guy with uh, zing. I mean, that's why Cruz finished second. I would bet probably there are some people out there who went to the polls yesterday and thought, where can I use my vote to best, you know, in the case of stopping Donald Trump? Uh, and I would bet that a lot of them came down with Cruz, argue, simply arguing to themselves that uh, that he was the best choice at that point in time. Uh, that's not saying anything about uh, negative about Rubio. I mean, I heard from somebody the other day in Florida that said, I'm a Cruz supporter. I voted early for Rubio because I don't think Cruz can win in Florida. Well, I can understand that kind of uh, argument as yeah. well. Now, Rubio probably, uh, look, he's his whole effort is sort of, chugging along here and the engine is not catching on as as well as as you would like if you're a rubio supporter and i just think that yesterday just sort of causes even more of that trouble and puts it in the mind of some voters that do i really want to vote for him and i I think that could be a difficult hurdle to overcome how tight do you think it's going to be in michigan i mean uh, ohio 
Uh, I do give Kasich a decent chance to win there, but uh, I think he lost a little bit of his luster late last night when he was unable to finish in second in Michigan. I think that might have given him a little more boost. Uh, it was obvious that Cruz uh, and his backers in the western part of the state, the southwestern part, by Grand Rapids, did a very good job at getting out the vote in a few counties there, uh, and they were able that was able to offset how well Kasich had done. I think one of the reasons that Kasich did not finish second, frankly, in Michigan, Herman, is because because Donald Trump was so strong, not only in Detroit, but in the immediate Detroit suburbs. I mean, if you look at the numbers from Wayne County, which is it has Detroit and some of the immediate northern suburbs, Trump won with 41 percent of the vote. I mean, that's that's an area that should have been a place for Kasich to do well. You go up into Oakland County and Trump won. That's where I spent most of my time the last three days. Trump won that county by 5 percent. Macomb County, home of the Reagan Democrat. Uh, Trump won that 48 percent of the vote he had. Kasich was only able to break through in Washtenaw County and in Kalamazoo, home to Ann Arbor and the University of Michigan and, and Kalamazoo over there and other schools. So, uh, you know, look, uh, in more than anything, it, Tr- uh, Cruz did his work, but Trump's people got out to vote. And that's really what kept Kasich from getting up into second place. Yeah, I think you're right. Sounds Now, you know, th- let's think about it. We've got five states next week. You've got Florida. That's 99 delegates. That's the most. It's winner take all. It's not a majority. You just got to win by one vote. And then, as we mentioned, the Buckeye State, 66 delegates in Ohio. And obviously, those two are pretty big. Then you have others that are not fully winner take all. North Carolina is proportional, in fact, with 72 delegates. So there's no threshold there. Everybody gets a delegate if you get enough of the vote. Uh, Missouri and Illinois have different pots of delegates for statewide and by congressional district. So, you know, I I look at those states and I see, frankly, I see five opportunities for Donald Trump to win. I see Ted Cruz with a chance in Missouri. Maybe in Ohio he could get it working or North Carolina. Uh, But really, look, Trump is the dominant figure right now. No question about it. Um, Are you hearing anything yet about some of these establishment folk backing off this anti-Trump thing? Well, look, uh, I think the the. what I'll say about this is I think there are people in the establishment who don't want Trump and have been organizing. But I would also say, as I've been saying for a long time, they are very unorganized and disorganized, and they have waited until it was absolutely almost too late to do anything about it. Right. So uh, we'll see whether in these five states that some of these ads that are running, and there are a lot more ads running against Trump, and frankly— it is unprecedented for a front runner to have faced as few negative ads as Donald Trump has faced. Uh, we, we've never seen anything like this. So if there's going to be a different outcome this week in these five states, maybe it is because of negative ads. That'll be something to watch. But, you know, uh, I would assume that uh, if, if there are people who are looking to stop Trump, whether they're in the Tea Party, whether they're conservatives or whether they're in the quote unquote establishment, this is basically their last week to do that. You've got the Democrat debate tonight and the GOP debate tomorrow, and you're going to Miami for those two, right? Yeah, and uh, the the Democratic debate tonight obviously takes on a bit of a different kind of feel because of Bernie Sanders and his upset win in Michigan yesterday. And again, I I just didn't feel that on the ground. Sanders certainly, uh, I think, out-organized the Clinton people. Now he's got the chance to—I mean, look, if he could win in Michigan, why can't he win in, in Illinois or Missouri or Ohio? I mean, those are somewhat similar states, really, when you get down to it. Uh, Florida, I know he's going to be uh, going to the University of Florida tomorrow for a rally. So Sanders certainly has the opportunity to motivate the college vote and more. 
you know, Hillary Clinton, it was one of those things, just as she seemed to be getting into the point where she was going to be the presumptive nominee, then this. I mean, she won Mississippi yesterday, Herman, with 83% of the vote. I mean, that, that's just a gigantic fi- a figure. You don't see stuff like that. But yet uh, her people uh, may have coasted because they saw that the polls were so uh, much in their favor. I mean, talk about a polling disaster. This one makes the, uh, the, the surprise Hillary Clinton win in New Hampshire eight years ago seem like nothing. I mean, the average was Sanders behind by 21 points. 21. Yeah. It wasn't like it was five or six. It was huge. And so then you look at some of the big poll numbers in other states and you think, uh, is, is, could it be replicated? And so this definitely gives an extra jolt of energy to Sanders. And now he's got a week to try to capitalize on that in these five states. Well, very good, my friend. It's getting more and more and more interesting. Yeah, you know, yesterday we talked about the the contested convention, and again, I yes. warned you we shouldn't be spending time on it, and last night was a good example why. Uh, but Trump obviously has the chance to really lock things up or start to lock things up next week, and I would say Ted Cruz will be the only person standing in his way, and that may keep it going into April. I would agree. Well, thanks, Jamie. Travel safe. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show. <laughs> 